That's the nature of your emergency. Welcome to Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And for today's episode, I want to talk about what does my spouse do for a living? Now, last weekend, I had the opportunity to go out on a ride along with one of my husband's partners. He's a police officer. And I'm not supposed to be able to go out on a ride along with my husband, but we set it up in a way to where we were piggybacking one another. So pretty much every call that I went out on to, Clint also showed up. And I really got to see firsthand what it is that he does every day while at work. And it's one thing to say my husband is a police officer. He maybe in some people's minds arrests people and writes tickets all day for a living. And I know that's so far from the truth just based on the conversations that we have on a routine basis when he comes home from work. Now, when I went out, Everybody kept apologizing to me, telling me that it was a very slow day for them. I think that the entire time, the queue had 30 to 35 calls holding the entire time. And there was never a dull moment. As soon as we would finish with one call, then immediately we would hop on to another call. And I've never seen my husband's work firsthand until this weekend. And he is not at all the type of police officer, <clears throat> excuse me, that I thought he was until I spent an entire day seeing what he does. The first call that we went out onto was behavioral health related. And we went out to a second call that was domestic violent related. There was a young woman with children that she hid away in the bedroom because her boyfriend kicked in the door. And you can see remnants of that as soon as you walk into her apartment. You can hear the children whimpering in the bedroom. You can see the tears in her eyes full of shame. And of course, she's upset in the moment. Upset because her boyfriend didn't have to kick down the door in order to get his way into the building. He has a key, she said. Obviously, the two of them were arguing, and things escalated. Escalated to the point to where, rather than turning a key in a door, he would have rather kicked it down to prove a point. He wasn't there at the time when we showed up. And what surprised me was the way that my husband handled the call. The way that He was able to get clarification on exactly what had happened, but then also showcase the reality of the fact that this woman continued to let this happen to both herself and her children by deciding to stay in the situation that she was in. And he didn't do this in a shameful way. And to be honest, everything that my husband said were words that she emulated she repeated. She completely understood that she was in this situation because she kept choosing to be there. And instead of leaving it at that, 
he went into depth of explaining in detail what he's experienced in the past and how this could continue to become more and more progressive if she allows it to. He went a step further and provided additional resources to her. She said some more, shed some more tears. And when we left, I think she had a good understanding of what she needed to do if she wanted to make sure that this path didn't continue down this negative spiral. We went on additional calls that seemed repetitious. There were a lot of false alarms. Um, I got to watch him clear the house quite a few times. And I got to see the way that he interacted with his coworkers, his superiors. I also got to see the way that he reacted when he was in what I what I think is a very uncomfortable situation, but to him is something that's every day. There was another domestic call that we went out into where a brother and a sister had argued to the point to where she threw all of his clothes out into the front yard. This area that we were in, I would definitely call the ghetto. As soon as we got there and people caught wind that there were the boys in blue walking around on the streets... Everybody came outside. Everybody wanted to see what was happening. I kept looking over my shoulder constantly because I've never been more uncomfortable. These people weren't staring at my husband and his partners because they wanted to offer a helping hand should the situation require it. Instead, they were giving dirty looks the whole time. Some of them kept taking their vehicles and going back and forth. There was a guy on a scooter that managed to run down to the 7-Eleven and back four different times with four different Gatorades. Go figure. And not a single time did any of the officers show any kind of fear, nor did they show that they felt threatened in any way. They were able to take a group of screaming family members and calm them down to the point to where No charges were pressed, and the resolution was for everybody to just walk their own ways. And to see see my husband take a situation like that where it seems almost impossible to get everybody to just shut up enough to just calm down and to listen instead of yelling and not having a clue what's going on with one another, he was able to get people to listen to his voice. He was able to get people to see things from the other family members' perspectives. And this was impressive to me. It was impressive because being thrown into a group of strangers who are already irate, he was able to turn the situation around, and I was able to spend less than 15 minutes in what was admittedly a very uncomfortable situation. And it made me so proud to see that he kept doing this call after call after call. And for him, he did it like it was the first time that he was ever presented with a situation like this. He never belittled anybody. He never spoke down to anybody. He made sure that everybody who needed a resource was provided with everything that he could give. He made sure that The other officers that came out to the calls with him were all on the same page. Nobody was missing information. 
and he never missed a beat. It was so impressive for me to pay witness to what an officer really does every day in terms of the consistency. There were times when I couldn't even think about peeing because there wasn't time to. Doing something as simple as trying to take lunch is nearly impossible. Putting in that request, for us luckily we got to, but it took hmm, about an hour and a half later than it was supposed to have. And this is normal. And maybe it was because I was in his company that day. But he was so happy the entire time. I could see the pride that he felt with getting to do the job that he does every single day. I know that he genuinely cares about the community that he serves. And it makes me so happy to know that it's genuine. It's not just a story that he tells people when they ask whether or not he likes being a police officer. I got to see it firsthand and in real action that, yes, he likes it because he's good at it. And because he's good at it, he keeps getting better. He'll do things like further research, further network. And if someone doesn't have a resource that they need, he'll seek it out for them. And he goes above and beyond. And I'm sure as you're sitting there, maybe you're not a first responder, but you can think of many times in your own place of work where you step it up a little bit more. You do things that might be outside of your job criteria because it means something to you. And on the other side of that, maybe you're stuck in a job that you're not passionate about. Maybe you do the bare minimum because you just cannot wait to clock out for the day. I get it. I've been there. But what I found is that when you're really chasing something that you're passionate about and you come into your own and you're satisfied with who you are, and you showcase that based on what you do for a living, it makes the day go by so much quicker. Your demeanor is excelled. It's so much better than what it could have been if you were stuck back in your old ways. And I say that because my husband used to work in the prison system for several years. He worked many hours away from home, He would do double, triple shifts so that he could come home for a few days at a time. And he was miserable. This was when we first started dating. And he really started to develop a level of depression. He wasn't living in his passion. He was following this line of work because it was what he knew. It was what his dad did, his uncles did, his grandpa did. It was was what was handed down to him. And sure, law enforcement is a, is a stem off of that. But when he decided to break the cycle for the first time in the evolution of his family history of job criteria, he began to own his own power and he created his own voice. And by doing that, he was able to embrace something that he was good at and excel in something based on his own desire and dream to do it and not somebody else's. I could think of countless people that I know who follow the dream of their parents, maybe take on the family business name. I have two brothers who work for my dad, and when he retires, 
they might be out of a job because this isn't something that they're showing any drive to want to do for themselves. They'll be stuck until they realize that they're allowed to choose for themselves. And in my opinion, if that means that you're choosing to sell cow manure for the rest of your life because you've nailed down the best ingredient, the best mix of soil blend to be able to produce the most beautiful flowers. If that's your dream and that's your passion, you take that and you run with it and you say you sell shit for a living because you're happy doing it. And those are the people that live longer, in my opinion. They're the people that enjoy life. They're the people that wake up happy to put their feet on the ground every day because they're chasing their own dreams and they're not following in the dream of someone else. And I would just encourage you, if you're not chasing your dream and following your own passion, it's time to do that now. But secondly, if you don't know what your spouse does for a living, if you don't know what they do minute by minute, in the element where they spend most of their entire lives, that being their job, then see if you can sit in. And if you can't sit in for an entire day, maybe just try to do it for a couple hours. Maybe your husband works at a bank. See if you could just hang out in the lobby for a couple hours and just listen to the way that he interacts with his customers. Maybe she works at the mall selling jewelry. Pretend that you're another customer and fill her boss in and just linger around and just listen to the way that she markets. And I found that when you're really able to embrace what your spouse does for a living and you're able to see it firsthand, the level of appreciation and respect that you have for them when they hit that door at the end of the day and they finally come home to you, it grows tenfold. And the level of love and appreciation that you have for them, it grows even more. And when you're able to honor your spouse by showing that you appreciate what they do for a living because you understand it firsthand, then you're really able to enjoy your tactical living. <laughs>